Hey everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Stories on the Fly podcast. I'm your host Austin Mitchell and this week I'm starting out by saying I'm sorry. And I'm saying that because I don't have a guest for this week. So unfortunately you're just going to have to listen to me talk. But to make that up to you, since all the musky episodes are doing so well, I decided that I would talk about a couple of musky stories of mine. So I'm going to start by doing my first musky on the fly, and recently I got my new PB on the fly, and it had a pretty good story, so I thought I would do that too. Speaking of guests though, if you would like to help me find guests, that would be great. Um, just hit me up on Instagram, austin.mitchell1. If you would like to be a guest or you know somebody that would like to come on and talk, I'm open for anybody. So um, just leave me a message there on any of the posts if you would like to come on and we can figure out a time. It's really easy, just a phone call. So if you or anybody that you would that you know would like to come on, just let me know. So let's get into it. So my first muskie on the fly. So I started musky fly fishing, um, it was August of 2015, I believe. I went out with Eric Tui, he was a previous guest, um, and that was my first musky on the fly uh, experience. Moved a couple and had one hit and missed, but I kind of finished out that rest, rest of the 2015 season not catching a fish. I had a couple opportunities, but I couldn't connect. So in Wisconsin, uh, the season ends around December. And then in Southern Wisconsin, it opens up, um, first weekend in May, general fishing opener opens and musky season starts. So May, 2016 came, I was ready to get out. And I think I'm looking at the picture here right now. I think this was the first time I got out for the season. It was May 13th, 2016. And uh, my brother-in-law and I used to fish a musky league tournament kind of thing in Madison, uh, Wisconsin every year. So the deal was you went out. Um, there's a couple different lakes in Madison that have muskies in them. You would go out, fish a lake, um, all catch and release, just a uh, 30 inch fish is six points, a 32 inch fish is seven points, whatever. So you'd go catch a fish, measure it, take a picture. And it was just a small little fun league kind of thing. So we got out there. This was the first night of league, first night I got out for the season. And if you are in Southern Wisconsin or any of those Midwest states, you know May can be a challenge for weather. Um, you can have some beautiful days, you know, 70 degrees, sunny, warm, and then you can have a day like this where I clearly remember it was maybe 55, 60 degrees and the wind was just terrible. It was blowing 20 gusting up to 30 and we're fishing a fairly big body of water too. So just getting into casting the 10 weight really after a full season of not doing it or maybe a couple of months of not, you know, of doing it to practice to start out with and then all winter not casting and then jumping right back into it. I definitely was a little rusty. I remember that. But we got out there and the wind was whipping, but, you know, we were out there. We were getting into it. 
and you know we moved a couple of fish uh my brother-in-law throws gear so he moved a couple of fish on like a smaller bucktail and we're going around and we found the spot where the water temp was considerably warmer than anywhere on the lake so early season any place that is warmer is where these muskies are going to hold they're just that's really what's on their mind is the warmest water so we found this spot that was there was some current moving in it and warm water so we just start pounding it and we're kind of going around and going around and I'm casting I still have it a single white fly with a red head on it so it was single hooked five odd hook white fly with a red laser dub head on it and some um, grizzly hackle off the back so pretty small but early season muskies you know they love smaller baits tend to move more fish early on in the season so I'm kinda casting that it's pretty deep so fishing it pretty slow getting it down there and also giving fish time to eat it and everything so we're fishing and fishing and all of a sudden I feel a tug and strip set get them hooked and the first thing that I think of is please don't be a pike because last year my really my only hookup that I had that I caught that I brought in I thought I had my the year before so 2015 I hooked into a big fish right away and I'm pulling them in and I thought for sure it was gonna be my first muskie on the fly and it turned out to be a 38 inch pike so it was cool catching that but when you think you have your first muskie it's kind of a letdown when you pull in the pike so I just remember the first thing setting into that my fish in May and just thinking please don't be a pike please don't be a pike so set the hook and I'm pulling it in and you know I can see it and it's all barred up and everything so I knew I knew right then that it was a muskie so got it in the net and the rule is for this league that it had to be 30 inches and above which I didn't care at that point if it counted or not um, but I was really hoping it would at least reach that 30 inch mark because I'm the only one out of I think we were fishing with nine boats in this league that would fly fish or is fly fishing the rest is gear so I really wanted to get a fish on the board on the fly and say hey I was in this league and I actually got a fly or a fish on the fly so we get it up get it on the bump board and it was 32 inches so I couldn't have been happier <laughs> being able to get my first muskie on the fly in conditions that were tough like with the wind I'm not good early season early season I struggle a lot um, so to be able to get that fish in early season on the fly big body of water wind and in a tournament or a league situation I was super happy about it it was a really cool fish not the biggest by any means but all barred up um, some of the Madison chain has like a spotted kind of musky in it so it was all barred up and everything I'll have pictures up of it so it turned out really good and yeah I still that's the one fish that every time I look at it it still drives me to keep going and 
keep chasing after those fish. So, yeah, that was my first muskie on the fly. So, let's get into my new PB. So, I'm just looking up a picture to make sure I have the date right. So, this was a couple of weeks ago, um, September 9th. So, uh, the weekend before, well, if you know, uh, end of August, if you are aware of uh, southern Wisconsin, end of August, beginning of September, we had a crazy amount of rain. So, um, everything down by me was flooded. Uh, the rivers are flooded. Madison was completely flooded. My hometown got completely flooded. So, there was just water everywhere. So... I hadn't been able to cast the big rod for a little while. And I said, you know what? I got to get up north. So hit up last week's guest, Justin. I said, hey, man, you going out fishing this weekend? And of course he said yes, because he fishes every weekend. So I'm like, you got room for one more? And he's like, hell yeah, come on up. So um, made a plan, got that together, and... Saturday morning, got in the truck about probably 5, and met Justin and one of his buddies, Sam, and we go up, and first spot we meet at, you know, it looks good. The weather looks good. Um, we go, and we're out casting, and um, just not seeing what we're looking for. Justin moved one fish, said he saw him, you know, kind of move, and get it in the eight but the water was just higher than we thought so we're like hey the miners coming up we're gonna get going we're gonna hit up another spot that Justin has a little bit more confidence in um, so get all our gear loaded up and head out and we get to this next spot and you know we're fishing for a little bit and it looks good um, Sam's actually catching some walleyes from the shore and me and Justin are kind of casting for muskies and it, it feels good um, but it's just not happening and I'm casting you know kind of a bright bright colored uh, no this first one was a pink and white game changer bucktail game changer so I'm casting that and fishing it back in that dirty water and you know all of a sudden just boom stop and set the hook and pulling them in and I knew right away it wasn't a big fish but it was a uh, 32 inch mid like lower 30s put on a couple of jumps got him in the net and you know got a picture of it and let it go but it was cool to kind of break that ice and uh, get a fish in the net so it's always good early on in the day to get a fish so this was um, probably about 9:30 in the morning so we kind of moved down river a little bit and still nothing going on really so Justin's like, hey, uh, now it's about 11. We go grab a bite to eat, hit up another spot after lunch, and um, meet up with a couple other of Justin's friends up north. And, you know, we're fishing this next spot and still not seeing what we want to see. So we're debating on, hey, like, should we go try this other spot? Uh, is the water fishable? And one of... Justin's other buddies is like, hey, like all these other spots are flooded out. The rain's catching up up here too. And most of these spots are just, they're not fishable, especially 
we got five six people now with us so it's just the water's too high and it's not fishable so we're like all right we're gonna go back to the spot that i caught that one fish in the morning and we're just gonna fish there it's a place where we can fit plenty of people and we know there's fish there so we get back in the trucks and get up to that spot where i caught mine in the morning and you know like it's 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 fun it was a pretty chill spot just kind of swapped in and out um there was like an eddy so we were kind of fishing the eddy giving it a break fishing for some walleyes and just kind of you know sw swapping out you could only fit probably like two or three people at once in the spot so we were just taking turns and nobody had really fished it for a little bit so I'm like, hey, I'm going to jump down there and give it a couple of casts. So jump down there, put on a kind of a clown colored double fly with a Buford head on it. Something bright. Um, it's like 2.30 now. Uh, sun's out. No, Not a cloud in the sky. So I always, just from personal experience, I always like to put on a brighter fly, brighter days. Um, especially in dirty water it just stands out a little bit better so making a few casts and I'm using like a 450 grain sink tip or sinking line full sinking line so it's a pretty heavy line so I'm casting and I throw out a cast and my line actually gets wrapped around one of my eyes so you can't really strip in you can't do anything so it's one of those situations where you have to fix it basically so I reach down I'm messing with it and my line is in the water my fly is in the water currents pushing it I'm sitting there messing with it and it felt like it took a little while but it probably only took maybe 15 20 seconds to fix the knot out of it but in that time you know that that line can get down really far so I get out the knot and I first strip just wait just heavy heavy weight so i'm like guys like this is a big fish like it's it's really heavy but i thought i was snagged on something because of how long it took me to get out of that knot i thought for sure my fly line had gotten down too far and in the wisconsin river there's sturgeon there's carp there's sheep's head there's a whole bunch of things catfish that you snag like you on just you know fishing different flies and lures like you definitely snag some fish just especially places where they you know congregate and hold up like it's not that difficult to snag some fish sometimes on accident so i thought for sure because it was just first strip like the weight was already there it's not like it was first couple of strips it was right away so I'm like i can feel it you know head shaking and stuff but it's not really doing anything crazy like guys this is a really big fish but i think i'm snagged on something it's just dead weight so i'm stripping it in you know give it keeping it tension not letting it really run too much and we finally get it up and i can't really see it but a ryan one of um justin's friends is like it's a muskie it's a really big muskie and then of course i get nervous because i thought i was snagged on something for the entire time 
I thought for sure I was snagged, so I'm like, oh shit, now I gotta actually, now I gotta worry about this thing. So, we're, I, I see it thrashing on top, I try and get him down a little bit, and Justin reaches out with the net and gets him in the net, and I couldn't have been in more shock. Like, I have a couple of photos where my face is, my jaw just dropped, because there's, there is really no way that I should have caught that fish the way everything just came to be with my line tangled around and just the fight and everything. It was very lucky for me to get that fish in the net and the fish ate the fly. It must have just been swinging right in front of his face, ate it. And the second I got my knot out of my line, it was just there. So measured out to be 42 inches um, beat my old PB by about two inches. Um, my old PB was right around 40 inches. I didn't get an actual measurement, but it was it was between 38 and 40 inches. So this one we actually got a measurement on, and it measured to 42 inches. So it was awesome uh, to get that fish in a way that I will definitely remember it forever. Just the experience of thinking I'm, you know, snagged on some rough fish and then all of a sudden this big head comes up and everybody's telling me, no, it's a big muskie, don't lose it. So it was an awesome experience and it was extra cool to be having, you know, all those guys around fishing with me and to experience that with me. So anytime you get to fish with people that, you know, you vibe with and stuff, do it because some an experience like that is so much better with a group of like-minded anglers just to experience that with you and help you and congratulations afterwards and high fives and all that good stuff so i always recommend if you can find somebody that or people that have the same interests as you always try and fish with them um they're definitely it's definitely well worth the effort and everything to fish with people that you like because those experience mean so much more and it's so much better so lastly along with that story go check out Justin's page um, from last week um, MN fly fisher because if it wasn't for him I wouldn't have even fished that weekend so um, big shout out to him again for taking me up there and showing me around and stuff and he like I said in his episode um, very rarely has he um, not put me or somebody that we're fishing with on fish so go give him a shout out go check out his Instagram the website and everything is in last week's episode so go check him out so that was this week's episode. Sorry about no guest again. Hopefully next week I will have a guest on. But with that being said, if you know of anybody or yourself would like to come on, hit me up on Instagram, austin.mitchell1. That's going to be the easiest place. Um, it's kind of just what I check most often. I don't have Facebook or anything like that. So Instagram is just where I'm posting the stuff and checking. So if I'm taking anybody, I don't care if you have an interesting story, no matter what, I don't care if you've never talked 
before, if you have your own podcast, um, whatever, just send me a DM or leave a comment on this week's episode. And um, also, if you're interested in buying flies, I'm still selling flies. So musky, smallmouth, uh, bass flies, stuff like that. Um, I don't have any orders as of right now, so there's no wait on anything. So fall time is here. Big fish are biting. Um, so if you would like some of your musky flies or stuff like that, uh, leave me a message or a comment and we can figure something out. And yeah, like I said, hopefully next week I will have a guest. Sorry about not having a guest on, but we will keep this going. I'm having a lot of fun doing it. So thank you. And I don't say this enough either. Thank you to everybody who's listening and stuff. I really appreciate it. Um, It's been a little bit of a struggle kind of getting it started and everything, but seeing the numbers kind of grow and stuff is really cool. And I'm really having a good time with it. So thank you to everybody who's listening. Um, I do really appreciate it. I'm not getting anything um, for doing this or anything like that. So I'm just doing this because I enjoy it. And it helps so much more seeing feedback and seeing people listen and enjoy it. So thank you to everybody who's listening. I really do appreciate it. And we will see you guys next week.